You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rooftop Von Dooftop. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Having a wonderful night, Richard. I'm Good. fully recovered now from my uh, from last week. The devil's itch. So the the, the hell, hell's itch. Suicide hell's itch. itch. Had you. Had, had you. But we're, we're, we're on the other side of it now. I feel How good. do you treat it, Ryan? How did, did you find a way to treat it? Uh, so uh, Benadryl. Okay. ibuprofen water so that's what gets you through it man repeat 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 yeah right let me tell you this so we're gonna be joined shortly by our murder mystery crew but uh, sure. we have a few minutes here before they join us i gotta tell you you are the busiest man in oh the am i hashtag dork shared gooniverse i am since our last episode mm-hmm. you have been on a couple of different uh episodes oh yeah let me let me i have comments about both of them Sure. First, you mm-hmm. were on the pop culture pile driver with our sure. buddies Jason Rossi and Billy D. Mm-hmm. I am going to present to you what they refer to as the compliment sandwich, where okay. you compliment somebody. Yes, you rip them because that's really mm-hmm. the whole purpose of why you're doing that's this. Why, and that's when people talk about that, especially mm-hmm. in education. It's a yeah. way to a tell sandwich. someone they did something incorrectly. And here's actually the the root of it. I don't know if I believe the compliment. I know no. I believe the insult, and then I'm going to give you another half-ass compliment yes. after that, just to make let it me, not sting, not give you the hell's itch, not to make it sting afterwards. So let me explain to you what happened yep. here, Ryan. You went on Pop Culture Pile Driver. Yes, they did a episode. You were also on with Mac from the Mac and Goo podcast. Yes, I'm making quotation fingers right now. Mm-hmm. They did a hold on. Yeah, okay. They wanted to create the best song. And you had to basically draft like a band, but also a producer. But like, how are you going to come up with the best song? Right? right. So it's all musicians and things like that. Great idea. That's that's the compliment. <laughs> yes. Jason Rossi doesn't know what a draft is because no, yes. as he's doing it, he says, all right, we're going to draft. We pulled the order. And oh, by the way. Oh, and a couple other caveats. He's like, uh, just living musicians. I'm like, yeah, yep. okay, fine. You want to do living musicians? And oh, by the way, if you want to draft somebody that somebody else has already drafted, you can. And eh, not a draft. It's and I not go a draft. I go, what? What insane? Like that's not In- a draft. So basically, what you guys could have done, presented your lists, and then they have the audacity to write out on the thing like who had the best draft. I don't fucking know. Nobody did because they all just showed up with their five persons that they had in mind. There's no homework. You show up with exactly who you want. It doesn't make any sense because you could give a shit. You don't even have to listen to the rest of it. 
Mac could yeah. be up like Mac's pick is this, and you could just be looking at your list being like, doesn't matter because I'm about to say what mine is anyway. Well, so it what, wasn't a draft, and that's bullshit. Well, so, it worked out for me because you I went group. in there with a I went in there with a clear plan. Yeah, and it drove me I, nuts. And but I I clearly had an idea of what my song was going to sound like. And, and, you, and you could have picked anybody you wanted. I didn't have to because I, I won that vote. Yeah, you smoked that Running vote. away, yeah. But it's bullshit. And to call it a draft made me upset. I hate listening to the whole episode knowing that it wasn't even a draft. <laughs> now, I'll end the compliment sandwich by saying yes. those are some those are some good guys. Those are some good. They're awesome. They were, they were so, I do like those so guys. nice. And then, so yesterday, I went on the Change My Mind podcast. Yes, you did with uh, Nick Fryer and Wesley Sykes, also so part of what, the universe. What we did was a draft, and we were drafting the best chain restaurants, sit-down chain restaurants. And I said to them backstage, I said, just before you hit record, I want to get this straight right now. Nick and Wes, do you know what a draft is? And they both started cackling laughing. They're like, okay, what so the hell is Rossi doing? Yeah, so they, do, they did – you guys just all sit there. You're like Olive Garden. I will also have Olive Garden, oh, and I will no. have Olive Garden, and I will have Olive Garden. Yes. That's what you guys could have done. By the way, true story. I don't know what it says about me or our podcast, but we were mm -hmm. closing in on 200 episodes just on Weei. Probably have another close to 100 back in the day as well. Right? That's a lot of episodes. My wife. Yep. Listened to more of that episode of change my mind in fact watched it she on was YouTube. on it she, she was commenting she watched more of that episode than i swear to god any episode of dork combined i think I it was told a, her, yeah so she was working right so she was yeah. she was working late she gets home and i was just making conversation you know as mm -hmm. i do and i said oh like uh davey went on this podcast actually it's still going on right now but they they are drafting uh chain restaurants and he had the first pick yes yeah, so we picked like I was, I was just making conversation yeah she's like oh Next thing I know, she's on her phone and she's sitting there watching it. I'm like, you've never even seen an episode of this podcast. No, but it's good. Like it was she on Facebook Live. It was on Facebook Live. Yeah. It was it was on uh, Twitter. So I mean, it was yeah. it was everywhere. People can find it. The Gooniverse. It's working. It is working. watching it. It's it working. working. So anyway, yeah. Davy's everywhere. So if you I'm want everywhere. to see Davy, he's on every goddamn episode of this. <sighs> yep. You know, you you're like you're like ah oh, fuck. What's the what's the guy's name? The one guy. That is on Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. There's Foggy the one Nelson? No, not Foggy. Foggy. <laughs> it's the guy. He's like, he's a shit bum. He's like a shitty crook. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's who you are. You're in every yeah. episode. <laughs> the Foggy Nelson of the Gooniverse. I'm just, uh, I'm just everywhere. It's not Foggy Nelson. I know, it's but not I'm Foggy just Nelson. Uh, it's uh, not Foggy uh, Nelson. All right, Ryan, let's get to the news. Sure. Comic a couple of really good Big comic book news. Uh, DC has a thing called uh, the Black Label, which is a little bit more adult fare, mm -hmm. as it were. And they are introducing a couple of things. One, Tom King is going to write a Rorschach comic. Awesome. I now, think I'm confused. I'm confused, though, because the description you sent out, it's set 30 years after the events of Watchmen. Yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be the real Rorschach or if it's going to be people inspired by Rorschach like the TV show or yeah. how it's really going to play. But if it's truly 30 years after, then Rorschach's dead. Because Rorschach, again, that book is 40 super years old, old at this point. Yeah, he uh, he gets blown up at the yeah. end of the, at the So end I'm of fascinated, the though. Yeah. It comes out in October. It's Tom King. Also in the fall, uh, one of our favorites is back. 
American Vampire. Oh, I can't Scott wait. Snyder at the helm of this. This is going to be – oh, Rorschach's going to be 12 issues. American Vampire is going to be nine. Can't wait. Can't wait for both. Super mm-hmm. excited. Uh, coming to Netflix, Ryan, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling are going to be in a Russo Brothers film called The Gray Man, which called has a budget sexy of – Sexy Man and Sexy Man. The Sexiest Men Alive. $200 million mm-hmm. Netflix is sinking into this. All right, so it's Russo Brothers. It'll probably be it's good. Russo Brothers. It's gonna be good. I I have uh, a festivist airing of grievances with you. So you said in a tweet, and I know it was good natured. I know it was good natured. You said, "Oh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans are gonna be in a movie together. They're finally making the dork the movie about the dork hashtag dork podcast." Right. You open the door for the mm. Bruce Valanche conversation to come back. Not me though. I'm I didn't getting... start that. I didn't. I had nothing to do with the Bruce Valanche. No, you didn't. But you opened the door. You're like, I actually was paying you a compliment. You can even choose Evans or Gosling. I don't care. I'll be the other guy. You're whoever you uh, want to be. I think the lady backstage right now would prefer I take Gosling. All right, you're Gosling. I'm Mm -hmm. Evans. Captain America. No big deal. Not another teen movie showing the comic chops. Not a big deal. But the Gray Man coming out. Speaking of handsome hunks, Henry Cavill built a PC. Did he ever? What the fuck was Took he doing the internet for? by storm. He so he apparently that? he missed. He almost missed um, a call from Zack Snyder and the DC people at DC and Warner Brothers to play Superman because he was playing World of Warcraft. He's a huge <laughs> PC gamer. Like he was playing. He was like he balls deep in a, in like a whatever, and he almost missed the call. He is because he was playing World of Warcraft. This guy. Did you see the size of the arms on him. Speaking of Good tweets, God. your wife actually had the tweet of the week, and she's going to she join us. She's going to join yeah. us coming up here shortly. But I made like a shitty joke, like because um, Henry Cavill's building a PC, and it was like the talk of the internet. And I said, "Yeah, but can he please a woman?" Knowing quite well that he can please, we know a woman, the answer. Ryan. Yeah, that's not the point. But your wife tweeted the gif of Jennifer Lawrence from Hunger Games saying, "I volunteer as tribute." Hilarious. See, here's the thing. I laughed so my, out loud. My wife and I have, and she'll attest to this too. We have the type of relationship where like. We call it like the I get it. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, so if like, I forget who it was the other day, but it was someone uh, we were talking about, a female celebrity that basically if she caught me in the act with like stealing a smooch with this celebrity, she'd be like, all right, I get it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm pissed and dumb bummed out, but I get it. You know? So Henry, my wife, if I walk into Henry Cavill, I'll start cheering. My, you know, get cheering. The air horn. Oh, yeah. Wow. Why not? Come so, on. I mean, we're, we're 12 years in. Come that's on. That's right. So the other, the other day... Uh, Aaron Moriarty, who plays, is it Stargirl in yes, The, the Boys? boys. Mm-hmm. She recently celebrated a birthday. Sure. I wished her a happy birthday. I also added Sup. And Saw my that. wife yeah. did not enjoy that as a tweet <laughs> would go. Yeah. She didn't find it as funny as your wife would have. Well, I think the other thing, too, and, and she'll say this when she gets in here, is like, she, my wife in the back of her head knows I have no shot. That yeah, I'm already, I mean, I'm already my over my head. But yeah, I got she didn't no care. Shot. She didn't care for it. I got a stern talking to. Ryan, uh, Game of Thrones prequel is casting. It's called House of the Dragon. Are we getting back in? Are them Thrones boys going to ride again? I don't know. If they're casting right now, ask me again in five years when it finally goes into production. Well, hopefully this podcast is still up and what running. Else, what the hell Ryan. else are we going to do? Ryan, we got some other stuff, but let's just cut to the chase here. Let's get yeah. to uh, the, the video game minute, shall sure. we? It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. What do you have? 
So I am dozens of hours deep into Ghost of Tsushima right now. Mm. It is excellent. Oh, excellent. Um, it's apples and oranges. People, you know, game of the year, you know, Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima. Like, it's apples and oranges. But it's basically like Red Dead and Assassin's Creed together. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, but everything, every idea that they have with those two games, they've kind of improved upon them. So, like the horse, remember, like you would ride a horse. I was saying on stream last night. I remember riding a horse. Right. Remember riding a horse. And remember, like, there were times you'd be riding through the woods and you'd just be going straight and you see a line. All of a sudden, your horse would like slam into a tree and you go flying. Yeah, not great. The horseback riding in this game is much more fluid. Mm -hmm. It's much more like intuitive. The controls are super, super sharp. Um, And the game looks phenomenal. I've been sharing photos. You've seen the photos. Looks the handsome. photo mode. The photo mode is incredible. I you like can it. Mess with yep. like, the depth of field. It's great. Um, and the other thing I want to talk about. Um, there's a game that's coming out, um, or it's not anymore. Um, this week there was a trailer for a game called Gamer Girl. Now, right. the premise of this game. Now, I will add that the development team of this game are all men, and they're all young, youngish white men. If you've seen the development team. So it's a FMV, which is like a full movie. It's like a full motion video game. So it's like a movie, but you like make choices. It's like one of those things. Okay. Like banners. So, right. So you play your role in the game is as a moderator for a street, a, a girl streamers chat. Okay. And as the game progresses, the um, chat becomes more problematic and ventures into like stalker and like unhealthy shit. Who thought this was a good idea? No. In this day and age, not only that, what game designers like, let's make a game about this. And what developer is like, I will give you money to put this to market. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And like I said, I said to you, I might have been on this podcast. It might have been off air. I don't know. We were talking about cryptics and talking about UFOs and whatever. I am not surprised by anything anymore. It just right. seems as though everyone is just getting dumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, He's I don't understand the joy in life. <laughs> I don't understand the world anymore. Nope. Like in in nope. everything that's going on, like you thought this was a good idea. Terrible. And this How is like the dark, and always it, it's not coming out. They've shit canned it. Like, oh, got like it. it's not coming okay. out. So okay. it was like a, a trailer for a game that they were gonna make, and now people right. have just like canned it, which sucks because like these people who like, and it's a shit game, but like people have like worked and like that was their job. Yeah. Now they're out of a job, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's like that's, that, that's terrible. But come on, man. Like yeah. I don't, I don't understand in this day and age, like how you could do something like that. And the the gaming community lately has been rife with this stuff about, um, you know, uh, the treatment of women is like uh, think of like on Twitch and and in the gaming industry, like it's 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 kind of a cesspool right now. Um, you Fine. have professional gamers. Yeah. Speaking of women. Speaking of women. Let's bring in a couple Let's right bring now. Them in. Shall we? Let's bring so in a couple listen- right now. So you've been listening. Hopefully you've been listening to what I'm saying. How do you feel about what I've just been talking about? Yeah, I don't understand why anyone would say that was a good idea. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm surprised by nothing anymore. But, but I'm yeah. just like, we, and you we, shouldn't be. You shouldn't no. be, Ryan. Ryan, let's bring back our murder mystery crew. We have the girl, Rye, a.k.a. your wife. Mm-hmm. We have our resident hashtag dork attorney, Nicole, a.k.a. my sister-in-law. How are Nicole. you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Good. Well. Good. Good. You ready to solve some mysteries? I have so many questions for Nicole. Okay. <laughs> no mystery, like no solving of any mysteries. Right? Well, we're gonna solve them. That's the beauty of it. We're oh, gonna okay. solve them. Okay. But first, Ryan, let me ask you: Are you ready for the topic to shore? 
You're well, talking to you me? Asked. Well, sorry, I didn't know who you were talking to. You just said right. I didn't know who you were talking to. It's the topic of the day. Yeah. And it is Unsolved Mysteries Season 15. Uh, apparently, they're splitting it in half. But we got six episodes on Netflix. We will start, as we always do, with movie and TV reviews spoiler-free. Let me ask you guys. Did you like it? For yes. the most part. For the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I'm mixed. Mixed? All right. I will tell you this, and I, as the girl rise my witness, I fell asleep in one episode. He did. Uh, one of the better episodes, too. I fell asleep in one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. What? Well, so, out of there were six episodes. Let's start, uh, Nicole. How many of the six did you find intriguing? Three. Only half. Girl, rye. Uh, four. Yeah, Davy. Same. I four. think. Four sounds right to me too, and this, or this maybe is even the, five. Honestly, like I'm, a, I'm an easy target. And yeah, only you hour love episodes. So and the other I, thing and I too, like stuff. is this the easiest score we've ever? Because there's six episodes. You could, you know what I mean. So we do out of six. So yes. there's your score right there. Yeah. Would that be your overall score? Four. Yeah. You're going four out of six. I would mm-hmm. go. So I think I liked five of the episodes, but it's not like. The good episode. It's not like they were amazing, right? It's not right. like they were unbelievable. So I would probably say the show was a four. It was very popular. That's why we're doing the episode. Yeah. But overall, I would say probably a four. Nicole, probably a three. Oh Jesus! Why do you even? I you love, didn't even like. I mean, there, I mean, I was very surprised by this because there is not a true crime murder mystery out there that I don't love. So. True. <laughs> but yeah, this one's a little bit girl rye. What do you think? Four. Okay. Yeah. Um. So does this part, because I was talking to some people at work about it, including our, our buddy Jermaine Wiggins, and he really had a hard time with the fact that, you know, the episode ends and you don't know what happened. And I had to tell him, well, Jermaine, the first word of the show is unsolved. They're not trying to swerve <laughs> you. They are legit unsolved. Mm-hmm. Does that bother you at all? Not that you guys are surprised at the end, but because we have seen so many documentaries now that basically tell you a whole story and not all of them but a good amount of them do have like an ending anyway does it does it bother you that you know you're sitting there 60 minutes and you're gonna get frustrated because there might be like an obvious candidate or there might be an obvious um motive or whatever it might be and it ends they all in the same if you have a tip go to unsolved.com and blah 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 no personally like that's I watched it back in the day and it did Mm -hmm. actually help solve cases because people who are out in the world can see, like see these people and they're like, Oh my God, that's the, that's the guy who was in the show. So they'll give tips and then mysteries really do get solved. So I feel like it's a way to get cold cases back in public view. So if you go into it knowing that, but if you don't, if you didn't go, if you didn't watch the old one, how would you know that? I thought, I see, I thought what was interesting to me about this is not so much that they were unsolved, but why? So, like, we'll get into it, but like, there's reasons yeah. why, like, not to, not to, we're, it's going to be grim a little bit, but like, Some certain, big time. like, bodies, like, can't be, you can't identify, like, the, the cause of death because of certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was interesting to me, like, why so, they couldn't determine that. So, for me, if I'm remembering correctly, like, Back in the day, a lot of the unsolved mysteries were unique or oddities, or there was some twist to them. And I, I guess I was wanting more of that with this without like giving things away. I thought it was a very like 
yeah, that makes sense. It's unsolved. Like, yeah. Yeah. A few of them were like that. And then a few of them to me were just so frustrating because you're like, oh, that person did it. And you're just like, but you can't prove it. You can't, well, not only can you not prove it, but then again, it's also only an hour. So you're like, well, that's just the information that they're giving us. So I, I didn't feel like we got an, I didn't feel like there was, um, for some of them, an attempt to do any sort of not deeper dive, like in an attempt to solve them. But I felt like a lot of it was very cursory. Mm -hmm. Now, Nicole, I have a question for you. So this in the last episode, and this isn't a spoiler, the the detective in the last episode said something that you might be able to touch upon. He said the different there's a huge difference between knowing and proving. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, is that that kind of the issue? Like, so like I like we'll get to the last episode, but like that's the one he's talking about. But, you know, for almost a fact that this is the person who was involved with this. But proving it is the is the issue, right? Right, right. I think that's true for, I mean that yes, that's accurate. And, okay, and that's you know you have to be able to prove something. Mm. Doesn't matter because he knows it, but he doesn't really know it. Yeah, right. It's yeah. common sense. It's like one of those like it's common it's, sense. Like of course, mm -hmm. of course, that makes sense to me. But uh, we need hard you have evidence. Evidence Correct. to bring yeah. into court to prove it that you can. Correct. And I I felt our detective work together could have they could have used us. They could have used entire. Us. Well, I agree. We solved that goddamn murder mystery now it took us a while and we got a few wrong but we got there we we ended up solving it anything else you guys want to touch on before we get into the spoilers i think spoilers are the best part obviously so you guys like kind of no, softly good. barely recommend it by the sound of it i would it's, no, worth, I recommend your time. It. it's worth your time yeah. if you like this kind of thing it's worth your time yeah mm -hmm. and based on what's out there right now too there's still not a lot of shows out there so yeah. let's go spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're going to go episode by episode. We will start with episode one called Mystery on the Rooftop. This is the story of a strange death of a 32-year-old writer and videographer, Ray Rivera, in Baltimore, where they find him. They're not sure if he jumped. They're not sure if he was placed there, but it's just a crazy story. It's also one where he was at home and then all of a sudden got a phone call, ran out. And it was yeah. it was eventually ruled a suicide, and but his wife and people who know him are like, no, no way. This to me was the best one. Yes, this, this, one this is a good episode. Yeah. I thought. Yes. Yeah. I, well, I no, his his death was never. It was unsolved. Never determined. Un unsolved. What is the word? Undetermined. Unsolved. Undetermined. Right. Sorry, but there were theories of a suicide, but they right. just they disproved that. Okay. Yes. Now I did find it interesting that uh, because it was the first episode, I was like, all right, let's see how this is. When I don't know if you guys thought of this too, but when they found items around his body, his body was like destroyed. All the mm -hmm. items were laid there like perfectly. I'm like, Jamie Banks, Jamie Banks, out the window. We said it, we said it out loud when she brought out the flip flops. I was yeah. like, It's the, the, the shoe, it's the same it's shoe. story, <laughs> yeah. it's the same story. Um, well, very well, similar. How it, the one flip flop was ripped, that was yeah, yeah. one flip flop yeah. was ripped, but it was like. Wasn't it his phone and his wallet and everything were like fine? His glasses. glasses. And I said, it was a Nokia phone. And I said, that doesn't say anything to me because those fucking things just don't break. That's a good point. Right. You can fire that thing off the roof. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 10 stories. Doesn't matter. Not going to break. Doesn't matter. Um, the other couple of weird things with this one is there were some weird writings found yeah. around his house. And it, at first you were like, holy shit, that something's up there. But then his wife explained how, like, oh, yeah, he would constantly just be writing in notebooks, and like, he was a writer, and he, he had all these things. But the thing that he taped to the back of his computer screen 
was like quoting the Freemasons and had yeah. some other things. So that was really strange. Very strange. Really strange. Because yeah. this one also pointed you in the direction of his friend who hired him and uh ran the business there, Porter Stansbury. Also, apparently, now there's there's conflicting things on the internet. The the show said that he made everybody in his office gave him a gag order for everybody in his mm-hmm. office. The internet's saying like that's not entirely true. So this episode, again, because it's only 55 minutes or whatever, kind of points you only in Porter Stansbury's direction, being like, this guy knows something. Either he did it or he knows something. But I don't know. I, I just don't know if we have enough information on this. So, Nicole, can you talk to me? Can you talk to about like gag orders and like how those work? Like, is it basically it gets I mean, you lose your job? Like, I don't. Well, I mean, you you just sign a confidentiality agreement with someone and then there's a fine attached to it if you break it. It's like an NDA. Oh, okay. I don't know how he could issue a gag order to employee. Like that's why I don't know. For like a criminal order case. From a, a, a gag order would be from a judge, but they could yeah. have non-disclosure agreements or he could tell them, I guess he could tell them not to talk, but I don't know unless they sign something. I don't know that he would really be able to do that. It makes I mean, you look guilty to me. Like I know you're not necessarily right. guilty. Like the person that immediately goes out there and hires a lawyer, you're not always guilty, but I, I just view it at that. And for him to be like, so this guy, Ray Rivera, worked in this company, and you would probably want to talk to people who knew him and be like, hey, what was going on with his life? And you're like, you can't talk to anybody. You're like, well, and are you hiding? The, the, call, the call that got him out of the house came from the company, right. but they didn't right. know from who because it was through a switchboard. That was the final call. So yeah. I wanted, like, I was wondering, Nicole, how, do you think innocent people lawyer up that fast before even ever talking to someone? I mean, it depends. I, I yeah. when, he, when he refused to talk at all, I was like, oh, then he's, that's strange to me. You know, yeah. Like, right. If you're, if this guy's such a good friend of yours and he goes missing and then he commits suicide and you're the, one of the last people he talked to, why, why wouldn't you give a statement? Like, why would yeah. you want right. to help? Right. Right. So that, yeah, that says something to me. I mean, I don't, but then again, I don't know if we know all the circumstances of, or did he talk to the police once and then, get a weird vibe from them and then think to himself, <clears throat> Oh, I better get an attorney. And cause it mm. looks like they're looking at me and I'm had nothing to do with this. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. The other thing too, that really bugged me out is he got uh, supposedly jumped from the roof of this hotel. And there's the one time that the camera wasn't working on the roof. Good right. point. Yeah. What's right. that yeah. about? The one time that it was like, Oh yeah, right. I did that for whatever reason that night, it just wasn't turned on. So what I would have liked, like where I guess my criticism of the the show was, I just would have liked to see more, like throw yeah. a dummy off the roof or do something to not try to solve it, but just to give us a little bit more. Um, yeah. A, just a little bit more. So we could kind of, you know, it would have been sweet if they threw a dummy off the roof while playing like the jackass music. <laughs> yeah. I would have watched just that. it up a little bit. You know? Sure. Just, <laughs> right. Because it was it. kind of a downer. Yeah. Let's be honest. The whole thing was a downer. All these episodes like, were kind of what <laughs> pisses me off too, and this is like, this is like a pet peeve of mine. And we, I was like livid at the end of this episode because this poor, this poor woman, his wife, was like, you know, really, and the whole family wanted answers, and they were, they were, they seemed like really good people, and to have like a whole police department basically be like, get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't in my head, like I, I can't how imagine you how you how you say that to somebody. Yeah. And like they took the guy, the lead detective, they take him off the case, like right. just send him wherever. 
He I calls the woman. Yeah. Too. Yeah. He calls the woman and is like, look, I'm sorry. I'm not on the case anymore. He had, he was again, like a nice guy who was like, mm. you know, trying to help her out. And the police department was basically like, you're going to have to accept this. You're just going to have to get over it. Yeah. How do you say that to somebody? Brutal. Um, Awful. <clears throat> Tough shit, man. So do yeah. we have any theories for this? I, th- I do. And okay. one of them is, so they talk about his injuries, right? So that he, he had two broken, his break, his leg was broken and like, both of his legs were broken in multiple places, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that got me was like, not like you said, nothing on him was broken. It's so like nothing like, and they said there was like metal. So there was like metal girders like in the roof. So how could he have gone, jumped that far? I mean, the guy was a good athlete, but like how could he have jumped that far, fallen so fast, presumably fallen on his head, right? But like, wouldn't if you fell through that roof, wouldn't you get like ripped apart? And I know that's gross, but like, wouldn't that just like rip you apart? I don't know how I fell through the roof. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know for yeah, that's it. I don't know how he well, got. I don't me. even know if he did because like his, I don't think his, he did. Was it his brother was talking about how like you can't even go into that hotel without people right. like right. stopping you? Right. And there's no. It's it's condos, business offices. There's no, and then they show the and hallway. Nobody saw anything. Nobody saw him, and the doors are typically locked. And it's like you have to know how to get. Like he'd clearly been up there before, but with who, when, if that was the case. Now, Rich, right. you can appreciate this because why he said the wife said like both of us, him, her, and the husband, terrified of heights. Right. So he wouldn't be up. He there. would. He wouldn't be up there. <laughs> he would. He would not. He would not be up there unless he was up there. The only thing I could think of for like any kind of motive and they kind of alluded to it, but even his wife was confused. was like, he knew something that like he wasn't supposed to know, or people were afraid that he knew it. What? And she's like, I don't even know what that could have been, but that's like the only kind of thing I could think of for him to be like getting a call, freaking out, running out. And I just, I don't know. I realized I just didn't answer your question. You said, do you have any theories? So they did point to one thing. There was like some Russian stock that the Porter guy like put in his thing that said they was going to hit big. And then he got like a major fine from it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's Russians. <laughs> that's all like to throw people out the window. Yeah. That's a, Ru- that's a very Russian way to. Well, to- so the internet, if, if you want to go with Reddit, so like of all course, that. I'm sure you did. I'm of sure you did. So yeah. I, after I watched the episode, I clearly went on the internet. And someone on Reddit was like, well, if you ever watch the movie The Game, which is one of the movies. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Right. And he like that whole thing is about people working in finance. The game is they trick people into thinking they have nothing. So like what if it was something they were playing? He was playing some sort of game and then it went horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's why he like left these clues. And it's as good as anything I can think of. Right. I, I don't understand the note taped to the back of the computer yeah I mean, like, I people know. people trying to break into the house like there were two attempted break-ins prior to him being yeah. found <sighs> i don't know i think he was wow, placing the, i think they someone made a hole and placed him in there and was like someone will they'll just think he jumped off the roof they yeah, get how do you make that hole though you know and how about he fell into a room where they knew like the guy who was like the the doorman at the hotel is like, yeah, people who work here know that room, but like no one would ever check there. Right, like that's the place. It's not, like, it's not you. It's not frequently used. Yeah, yeah. So right, if he didn't fall in there, well, I guess you just blow a <laughs> hole through the roof to make it look like he fell through. I guess. Yeah. Like the one place yeah. that people wouldn't check. 
Yeah. Right. And again, so like the body was, he was there for what, eight days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so the body's so deep. And this is what I was alluding to in the beginning. The body's so yeah, decomposed yeah. that you can't, you can't that's in a do lot of any, these, unfortunately. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And so like, that's like forensic evidence. You can't do anything with the body after a certain point. Yeah, this one's so fucked though. This one's like I don't know where you go. Like, and Max at the, uh, well, the Freemasons. It's real. That's it's what he's quoting. He was yeah. like, well, he was talking about the Freemasons and that list, and then he's like, got all these movies that he likes, and you're like, yeah. what is this? Like, are these? We're gonna dig into these? Is there clues in all these movies now? Right. Like, well, what are we I doing? Maybe the... also, I mean, he could also have just not been well. Yeah. True. Yeah, because and for the way they describe it in the episode, it's like. There are these like these writings, and he's like got these movies and these quotes, and you're like, oh my god, what's up? And then his wife's like, oh yeah, he had like all these books that he would always be writing stuff, and none of it made sense. And you're like, okay, well, okay. I will say, I will say from firsthand experience that, God forbid, if if my wife ever goes missing, um, and they look at her notes from when she's on the phone, it looks like the work of a lunatic. <laughs> I'm a she'll, giant, she'll doodle, but she'll like she'll write so the name of like she'll write the name of the person she's talking to. She'll write <laughs> the name of the school that the person works at. It's it's like madness when she. Gets so I'll be like I'll be like Ryan, look I at all these it. clues, and you're like, oh, yeah. these are right. and be like, no, so then just... she wrap it in tape and stick it to the back of the computer. Maybe <laughs> I haven't checked. Maybe. You, you might want to get back there. When I did. I did a lot of online treatment. All right, so let's go to episode two. Uh, episode two is entitled 13 Minutes. It's the story of 38-year-old hair salon owner Patrice Endres. Enders? Enders? Andres. Andre, Andres. 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 Who vanishes in a 13-minute window of time only for there to be a development in the case 600 days later. Now, this episode is super well-known after the series because of her husband. Oh my Rob god. <laughs> I was wringing my hands watching I, this episode. Goosebumps. I had goosebumps with him. This is what? the this is what I'm talking about where most of these episodes whether the person did it or not, you just point to it and you're like, "Well, well this guy is this, this guy." And so Rob Enders who the internet, maybe Reddit, uh Rye, has dubbed Lord him the, dubbed him the new Carol Baskin. Oh god, yeah. 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 He's this like guy, he's the guy. At best, at best after this episode he is the most remarkable, unfathomable piece of shit I have yeah. ever. That's yes. at best. Yeah. So yeah. at first, because I was watching it, and at first I'm like, oh, okay, the police say his timeline matches up. So, okay, all right, maybe he just seems a little odd. And then, right. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about how, and then the the son is like, and then he locked me out of the house the day after. Right. So yep. To me, I'm like, oh, okay, so your wife goes missing. You don't know where she is. She hasn't found. And the first thing you do is change all your locks. Change the locks. Like yeah, that's you, you. You cut ties with your stepson, Pistol, who's in this whole episode. You feel terrible for him. Super controlling husband. Anytime uh, a woman dies, the husband, Ryan, better or worse, the husband's the guy that you should look to first. They mm-hmm. either know something or whatever and just follow them. How do they sound? What are they saying? And when they say, hey, can you take her skeleton and place it in like what it would normally look like? And then I can dance with her skull. Kind of a kind of a red flag. And kiss thing. it. Kiss the and skull. Then, and, then and then he slept. And then he slept with the ashes. He slept with the ashes. 
No, they were put in the closet with the empty bottle of wine. It, it, <sighs> when, when he and then he ever said he never gave it. He it refused to give any of her remains to yes. the son. Yes, and he son. said like he said he kept it. He kept he kept it away. He kept the box of her remains away from people. And then he says, especially pistol. What is that about? Like what the fuck? Like are, you're just a piece of shit. Like you're yeah, you're an he's asshole. The biggest piece and of ass. shit. They already yeah. said he was controlling. Which again, if if she's murdered that is a that is a huge red flag and then everything he did after was suspicious now the episode also points to potential alibis for him first of all one he had one where he wasn't there but that to me doesn't mean shit like you can hire somebody yeah someone swipe he said someone swipe my card at work anyone could have done that any first of all anybody could do that and then he was so weird about like discussing it afterwards. He even had that line like, "Oh yeah, somebody like probably wheelbarrowed her over here, and they probably no. like pepper in there." What kept do you say? her as a to- kept her as a toy, and then referred yes. to her- referred to her himself as a teddy bear. Like and he was like, "I cuddle said, like a teddy bear." I was like, "He's oh, weird. Should be so I can protect her." I was like, "Oh yeah, you probably did it." He yeah. definitely did it. Now, not to switch gears, but can we just discuss how Pistol Black is the coolest name? Of badass, it's the coolest name. legal name of anyone ever. It should be like in a movie or like a comic book or something coming yeah. up. Pistol yeah. Black. Now, there's two serial killers in the area Gary Michael Hilton and Jeremy Jones. How yep. crazy is that? Crazy as fuck. Now, the Gary Michael Hilton, there's a horrible, horrible story about this woman who was hiking in North Carolina. It's a pretty famous case, and he like basically took her and her dog and then they like went away and then like the dog got away. They found the dog 60 miles away four days later Hmm. and the woman they found like mutilated or whatever. And it was like one of these weird things where they even said it in the episode, like Gary Hilton would like get people and try to like con them first. Mm -hmm. And so he asked this woman like for her like pin number to like her bank code or whatever didn't get it and then ended up like abducting her and killing her so he was in the area and it was either him or jeremy jones who they referenced in some sort of like confession he said he loved to go to a um salon like a hair salon because they had so, cash on yeah, hand no, no, like, I think shit. It was, no, no, no. Jo- that was him jones okay. confessed said he asked for her to jump his car and then killed her but then he took it all back right because that's the other thing about serial killers is they confess all the time to stuff that they probably didn't right. do. Yeah, right. All the time. That's day one stuff when you're now. What did they say? Help me out. What did they say? The stuff that like it's like killer only knowledge or something like guilty party knowledge yes. or what do they call yes. it? Is that what they call it? And I found that interesting too. That there's like information they couldn't say on the show because only the person who was there would know. Yeah, right. really interesting. And probably I mean, they they sort of got into like where the cars were parked. And like yeah. th- that kind of thing, but I'm sure there's even a ne- next level stuff where they're like, we can't say this because then you'll be getting confessions or right. like tips out of the woodwork. And you're like, well, did you really right. know that, or are you just yeah? Well, I wonder right. if that's how they disproved Jones. If they were like, okay, what was this? Because eventually right. they they disregarded him too. And right. I will say too, not to switch, not to make light of the situation again too, but like the cop in this episode, I've never seen someone who looks more like a cop than this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. is the co- he is the police oh. officer looking police officer I've ever yeah. seen. Was he the cute one? He was the handsome one that you and yeah. you were yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were ogling the whole episode. The, the only thing that had me was the police seemed pretty confident that the husband 
they couldn't they couldn't rule him out completely, but the, he was not being seriously looked at as a suspect. Well, it's frustrating. It was like because he knew, and maybe in that simple town, he was like, "Well, if I'm in place A and I can prove it, yeah. well, they know I'm yeah. not in place B." But you're like, yeah. "Well, so he couldn't have hired somebody? Like, fucking figure it out. Like, look at the way the guy acted. Right. Like, I, I I still think it's a hundred percent him, but it seems like he's gonna get away with it. But it's just so messed up. And the thing How? is, like, and he's he's like even agreeing to do this interview and everything else. We're like, ugh. Like the woman's well, that's, that's body is even. Yeah. Sorry. What? what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna ahead. say the woman's body is not even cold yet, and you're already changing the locks on the house. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, like that's so he's, like it's that almost was, like he knew she wasn't coming back. Right. You changed your locks. But even if now I don't I don't have a stepson, but let's just say even if you have a stepson that you don't necessarily get along with, if his mother and your wife is gone. Wouldn't you fucking come together in that moment and be like, let's find out what happened? Like, let's because you assume figure this that out. your wife's gonna come home that you love so dearly. Or right? that and, too. Right. And you want her to want to continue to live with you. If and so you would maybe not want to have kicked her son out without any of his belongings and changed the locks. Yeah, because if and she came back and be like, Oh yeah, you changed the locks and kicked my son the house, I was gone for two days. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, right. that was, that's not a good look. Because his mom was gone and, and missing and you couldn't find me and you treated him like shit. Yeah. Like even yeah. if I hated the kid, right? I would you know, I right. but like again, I'm not a complete fucking lunatic sociopath. No, like that's this guy true. Is. That's the big that's the big difference between you and him. Yeah. Is that yeah. that's right. it. so that one's kind of like we we all think it's the husband. So mm-hmm. all right, episode three is the one international episode that they had now apparently they're going to be doing six more episodes coming to netflix later this year two Mm -hmm. of which i read are going to be international uh but this is the only one and this was called house of terror um this one's the most fucked by the way and so (laughs) this one is the murders of the i'm gonna make it weirder for you yeah you're gonna make it weirder my husband just took a nap it wasn't even (laughs) night it was middle of the day you just took a you took a snooze during this one we had I a weighted said, blanket. I think I might have fallen asleep for this one too. Wait a minute. What? I can't remember if it was this one or the one before that I don't It was really no. hard to follow, and I'm unhappy to hear that six more out of six more episodes, two more may be subtitled. Because I like to listen while I do this and watch these kind of shows. You've got to be eyes and ears in the background on the screen. And so I can't I can't pronounce this family's name, but basically. He's a very mm-hmm. high end. Yeah. Yo, how do you say it? Dupont de Lijonne. Um, so, 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 so the count, so basically the count. Um, this you call is him the count the rest of the time. France, right? Yes. yes. So the count has uh, a wife. He has four kids. Well, three of three biological, three biological kids, but four total kids. And we don't know that he did it, but we think that he did murdered all of them and buried them in the bottom of the house. And the two dogs. Don't forget and the two dogs. placed them in such a way where it was kind of a very religious type of thing. Yeah. So to me, this was the least surprising one. I'm like, okay. I mean, so what is the unsolved mystery here? They can't well, find him. Missed, yeah. They can't find him. They can't I have find two. Them. I have two for you. One, okay. where is he? Two, why'd he do it? Um, I think they I said think it. It was no, Nope. I don't... I, why? Because he's poor, so he decided yeah. to kill his so, whole family. Mm-mm. So there is um there's another case uh years ago years ago before this where the husband basically came home and did the same thing, 
and moved away and developed a different alias. I can't remember this case. I'll have to, to look it up, but, but came up with an alias, got married again after having killed his mother or mother-in-law, his wife, his two kids, and left them all in the house and then just packed up, left, assumed a new name, got a new wife and lived his life because he felt like a complete failure. He was about to go bankrupt, was going to lose his home. So, I mean, I, I've, we've seen this story before, I guess I feel like, and. So I would right, just say this to me has the, to be the second, the guy I was talking about. Yes. Yeah. They eventually found him years and years later. After so I, think, I think that's why in my mind they did the story because they want to find this find man him. and it, right. and it's like that's the unsolved mystery of like we need to find this guy figure out how the hell he just took a look at the camera and walked into the woods and then no one ever saw yeah, so him that's yet. what's crazy and so this one has gotten a ton of tips ever since this episode came out a lot of people think he's in chicago some think he's in argentina but the bottom line is he's been missing for nine years and they don't know where he is one of my theories though on this is and what you know whether he's in his right mind or not is a different subject. But something like this, and to murder him in that way, and then to put the bodies in the way that he did, I feel like this is one of those like Amityville horror type of the devil told me to, or somebody told me the only way I can save them is to do this. It has to be something on that creepy level. It can't just be, oh, I'm poor and I don't want to tell them that I'm poor, so I'm going to murder them. Like I don't know, but they or they, why wouldn't you just leave anyway? Like the guy's no, on the you're, run. You're not because you're a sane human being, right? So the guy that I was talking about, if anybody wants to look it up after, is John List. John, oh, I feel John like okay. I've heard of him. All right. So I mean, that's, I mean, but I, I don't understand, coming, and I guess okay, may, maybe it's just because. You're not sane, but he seemed to be sane for at least a little while. And I'm sure it's embarrassing to be poor when you're supposed to be rich, I guess. But if your plan is I'm just going to go into hiding anyway, you don't need to murder your entire family. You can just bail. Like, it's a scumbag move, but guess what? They're still alive. Yeah. No, that's definitely an option. I mean, that's the rational choice if you want out is to just leave. Just leave. What I thought was interesting about this episode, though, is the guy from Versailles who was the friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he really a friend? Uh, good question. And Why? You, didn't, you didn't think he was a friend. What do you think he was? Attention seeker. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't get that. He was somebody who was that close with the family that spent a lot of time with them. Now there was the one man who they interviewed who had spent time with the husband, but they never, they didn't interview anybody except for this, the woman who had the shop next to the house. Like, we don't know. And uh, yeah, cause I feel like the guy with the, uh, he said he was there for him when he had his accident. Like he, you know, he helped. He wasn't going to be able to play music anymore. But and they were childhood friends. But it doesn't. They lived in two completely separate towns. Uh, so, so like, the, it, I don't know. The reason I thought they did it was to show, like, how important lineage and the like the noble, how all that played into his feeling this way, and that like he even. The other son, the oldest biological son, was killed at a later time. He had let him leave and then told him to come home and then sort of like delayed the inevitable. No, I thought that was I thought that one wasn't his son. No, the one later was his oldest biological son. The other one had taken his name. He was already gone. Oh so that's why they they theorized that like he was gonna keep him alive to keep the line going. 
but then right. he decided to kill him anyway. And and I get and, and I get that. And and I'm not saying they shouldn't have interviewed this man. I'm just saying they didn't interview anybody who I felt like really knew the family. We don't know. Maybe he was odd. Yeah, he was odd. Or yeah. and all of a sudden, at one point, they just popped in the fact that they had moved to Florida. Yeah, that, that was like weird. A, it was. I was like, oh, and that he was a spy for the DEA. Like, well, that that was the letter what? that he. Yeah, but he wrote like an eight-page letter to everyone he knew, saying like, "Don't tell anyone I'm a spy." Yeah, <laughs> like, and we're gone. Yeah, that's the first thing I would do if I was ever a spy. I would email everybody in my contacts and be like, be like "Look, we can't do the podcast anymore because I'm a spy." Um, I would, and that the next episode, I would lead with that. Listen, guys, <laughs> pull the plug on the podcast. I'm a spy. So. <laughs> Mac is mentioning the French guy's dainty wrist, but my theory is he had, a, he he had an accident. Had he broke his neck. No, he broke yeah. his neck. Oh, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, he broke his neck. Why did he say that? Yeah, Mac doesn't care. He doesn't have time for that. Wait, did he, <laughs> he did. Did he He's like, when that? I had my accident, he said, well, I broke my neck in a car accident oh. and I couldn't play music anymore. And he was talking about his hand. Like, yeah, he couldn't play music. Oh. Was yeah. my strong hand. hand? We thought he had a stroke. And then I thought he had a stroke. He, no, it turns okay. out he broke his neck. Yeah. Let's be respectful, though, please. Episode four. Is called No Ride Home. This is another one that is actually, I believe, I was reading one of the producers of this, and the most tips yeah. since the show has been on Netflix has been about this episode. And this uh, is a subset of episodes where I would like to title them this uh, episode four and episode six, where I would like to subtitle uh, Unsolved Mysteries, colon. The middle of this country is terrifying. Yeah. 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 You could definitely call it that. This yeah. story is about Alonzo Brooks, who goes missing after a party. He's later found dead. Some believe it's a hate crime. I think most probably would. So this is in Kansas, but it's like bum bumfuck Kansas. Like oh my god! You think and Kansas- how about Alonzo Brooks having the worst friends, the ever? worst friends. of all time? So first of all, this is an episode where uh, I think Alonzo is twenty four or 23. 22 or yeah. twenty three. Twenty. He's in like early twenties. And they go to a party and like all like everybody, he's probably the oldest one there by the sound of it. It's like everybody like, like, Mm -hmm. you know, high school, early college type of party. They drive an hour. So there's four of them from this one town. They take two cars of two. They go an hour to a party. Two of the friends leave. And with what sounded like 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, there's another party. It's like, you just drove an hour. So they leave after 20 minutes his other friend, who is uh, named Justin and is in this, is interviewed in this uh, extensively, he, after like an hour or so, leaves to go get cigarettes. Got to get go cigarettes. First of all, you're in a town that is like so goddamn small. Like there isn't a close store. It's not like you're like no. anywhere normal. So anyway, so he leaves, gets lost, which honestly is kind of believable. But anyway, he's we, drunk. We, he we, was we drunk. Get, we can get to that. He's they didn't probably, say he's, he's drunk. He's, he's yeah. drunk, yeah. probably a little bit high, whatever. Right. He goes, but then what's weird is he somehow is able to get in contact with somebody at the party. And again, this happened years ago. So it's not like everybody had like iPhones. This is years ago. Yeah. He gets in contact with somebody. He's like, hey, tell Alonzo that like, I'm not going to make it back to the party. Can he get a ride with somebody else? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then so he just like leaves. So like just three leaves. of his friends who are all on this episode we're all there. They all left. They left him there after, oh, he had already gotten into an argument earlier in the night with some guys that didn't like him because he was like flirting with a white girl or something. And it's like, how on earth? First of all, 
you take two cars an hour away doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, the so fact I was that you would say, leave great. makes yeah. no sense. If I ever went to a party twenty minutes down the road and my friends left without me, I'd be fucking pissed. Ready, right. Rich? I've yeah. known you for like twenty five years. Ready? Yeah. Hey, do you want to go to a party with me an hour away where we don't know anybody? No, I don't, Ryan. No, I don't. I would rather stay home and sit on my couch. No, I do not want to do that with you. Ever. Why don't we and just go to my house? It, was it not even someone's house? It was like a no, and that was the we, that, that was the weirdest thing. So they go there the next day or like two days later, and the house is like abandoned. They There's just found no some sign like of like shit yeah. bum house. Yeah, it didn't look the like a party was there or something. One yeah. of my biggest questions for this one, and maybe it's not the biggest deal in the world, but I thought it was kind of odd, was they interview three of Alonzo's friends. And mm-hmm. I know the internet is really turned on Justin, and they wonder if he was involved in it. They wonder that he was the guy that went to go get cigarettes. They wonder if he's involved in it. They wonder what the, if he set him up, whatever. But part of the conversation that Justin has is like, hey, uh, Alonzo's going to get a ride home with Adam. Who's Adam? Where's Adam? Where's Adam? Never hear- we never hear from him. How about never Adam? Hear from Adam. Like, oh, there was like a miscommunication. Strange. Like Adam then. So then he, I think he mentions that like we saw Adam the next day and Adam's like, oh, I thought he already left or like something like that. But I'm like, yeah, they, I would have liked to hear from Adam because he was mm-hmm. at least still at that party after the other three left. Right. 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 But that's not even the most messed up part of this story. No. No, it's not even. So the most messed up part to me is that. The F was the KBI, the, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, the local police, the state police, the FBI dive team comes out looking for this kid. They spend he's gone, what, like a month and a half or something like that, like a, like a whole month. Mm-hmm. And then the family and then the day after the, the police department's like tells the family, like they tell the family the whole time, you cannot be involved. You can't be no. you can't be involved in the investigation. They the day after they say, like, OK. You're free to go and look. They're out there for a half hour and find him. Yeah. Like that blows my mind. That so makes me think either be- it was either an inside job with like, I'm not saying the FBI, but like local, local Police. authorities yep. there. Right. Either that or somebody got wind of it and was like, hey, I'll be able to, um, we can dump the body now. Like that was sort of yeah. the, one of the theories, right? It was like the police stopped looking. So we're they'll yeah. stop looking. We can just dump them. They can find it. We can go on from there. Or do we know they even really went looking for him? I mean, the guys, the dive team said that they, I think he was. Did. And so he was actually in the meat locker, right? That was one of the theories. That's that one of the, the theories theory. was that yeah. he was well, being held up. He was being frozen there. But the, I think, what was so surprising to me is how many people had tips about this case or like when they were showing that, like how many people were having like social media conversations that appear to be right. either mm-hmm. been at the party or been friends with this group and know something. Like, well, they think, what did they say? They thought like the one kid was like, oh, there's 30, 40, yeah, maybe 50 people at the party. It's a lot no of people at the any. party. No one's on right. Yeah. Right. And so now they're well, trying to come out. Well, what was weird too was like, if you were going to, well, I just if you're gonna really cover it up, right? And they've already they've obviously gotten away with it to this point anyway, but they left his boots or his shoes or whatever. Yeah. So that was really weird. And so like they went there and they're like they found his shoes like just down the road a little bit. And you're he like, must well, have been in a car. I mean, he must, they you know he must have been in a car and they must have thrown him out the window or something. The the but way why? they were. But why People would like, you toss him out? Like if you were able to, they basically either hid the body or did something with the body 
and then dumped the body once they knew the real search was over with. But like the fact that the because at first I'm like, I don't know, maybe the kid like was drunk, got lost, and drowned crazy like that could yeah. happen yeah. but then you're like well wait a minute his shoes were over here and no so, like two different places right. the hat was in a different place right and so everything no in way. his pockets were intact was intact yeah, yeah right super fucked just well, like the first you, episode yeah didn't you think it was weird that the guy who did the autopsy was like well you know we could have been in the water for 30 days and then everyone with a mind is like no because <laughs> paper in his pocket he had a note that was like there was paper right all and then it. no, none of that did. makes sense. None of that look, makes sense. He didn't seem Which, like the brightest. What, but doesn't that no. make you think that like they were all kind of in on it? The local people who, who kind of were just like, well, yeah, let's just call it this and be done with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my theory here, right, mm-hmm. is that there's a party. Like there's 50 people at a party in this like podunk town. Police get called to the party, right? Right. Police find Alonzo, probably drunk, probably, you know, he's been getting in like scuffles with people like yeah. the whole night, probably says something to a cop that they don't like. Right. Yeah. So they take him. Could be. Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think. What I don't understand is. What I still don't get is the, like, how did his shoes get to where they are? It always comes down to the shoes, guys. It's but it's like, look at it's, the goddamn shoes. The shoes. But like the, the other thing too, if you looked at the driveway, they were in two different spots. Right. It, it wasn't like he was in someone's car and they threw him out, and then maybe they brought him back later. Yeah, because they would have had to gone it the, the way the drive. One was to the right, one was to the left, so they like would have had to throw them in two different window. directions. Yeah, yeah. out the other windows, they were leaving with him. Maybe somebody they got into a fight. They took him somewhere, and then they were like, "Oh shit, what do we do with him?" But he left his this one, like this it. one to me, without uh, giving anything away for the next two, but these, this one probably has the best chance of getting solved. Yes. 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 I agree it just feels like the, it just feels like the the potential of more witnesses is is higher with this one. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think it, that, now, it's been a long time though, but well, still. I think this one and the House of Terror one. I think they're gonna find him. So the other one too that that tripped Maybe. me out was the fact he's just, that he's uh, very nondescript. They say he looks he looks like every man. The guy in House of Terror. Yeah. That's what the was problem. Description of him. He's yeah. tall. He's got dark hair. He looks like everyone. He wears yeah. t-shirts sometimes. <laughs> t-shirts sometimes. But like I say to people all the time, like if you describe me, to I look like ninety percent of the population. Yeah. You know about five ten. You know, medium build, dark hair. Yeah. You know, middle aged yeah, white you're guy. Like, like you're like, yeah, he looks like a Bruce Valanche. They'd find you. No, they'd find me immediately. <laughs> but I luckily I do I look nothing like Bruce Valanche. So that's, that's right. good. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mac Max uh Max coming in with these comments about like well, Max got some pretty Max specific to the episode here. He's Max, got some pretty specific ideas about how link. to get rid of somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just sent Mac the link. You could have joined this for the episode. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was the same guy that he got into a fight with earlier, or if it was probably more like it was more likely a a group of people. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Although, did you see on the thing they showed up his license at one point, Alonzo, and I, I want to say he was like five eight, like one sixty or something, like not not a very big guy. Yeah. 
right? Like yeah, they made like, him out to be like a like a big guy, like right? Because that was what that was what was weird was like his friends yeah. were talking about all oh, like on, on the football field, like he was like he would kick ass and like oh we love all the stuff, but then they just did like a quick height weight thing. I'm like, mm, two guys could easily take care of him. By the way, right. the other the other thing that was uh, not to bring it back, but uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ray Rivera, monster yeah. of a guy. What was yeah. he like? Six four, two sixty. Now that was a dude. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Was, he was built. Yeah. yeah. And his brother. Did you see his brother was taller than him? Well, and didn't he? Wasn't he the one that played water polo? Water polo. So I mean, you know I, he I'm was in shape, you, dude. I'm telling you right now, I've yeah. known one water polo player in my life. That guy was an absolute unit. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Like an yeah. ox. Like an yeah. absolute oxen. All right. So anyway, any any last thoughts on No Ride Home? Uh, never play dodgeball with a water polo player. That's another story for another <laughs> time. I will tell you that story. That's no, but it, it's a great story. It's a great Ryan Davy story that I'll tell you off air. You know, I saw water polo in the uh, at the 1996 Olympics. Nice. Yeah, it was at the Georgia Tech Aqu- yeah. uh, Aquatic Center in Atlanta. Yeah, I could not. I could not tread water for more than 20 minutes. It's a tough sport. Know. Yeah, it's a, it's a, and it's like violent sport. too. I'm sorry, we're getting off topic here. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do right. next week. We'll do all water polo. Water polo. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Episode <laughs> five. Episode five was uh, entitled Berkshire's UFO, and this a, a little per- local a, flavor, a a Davy family personal connection. Yeah. And I will say this was my favorite. What? I love it. I love this one too. I love because- it too. Girl Rye, please. I'll one of our... mute you. I'll do it because this is what you Unsolved Mysteries is all about. But I this think is why. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just, there's just so many. I don't know. There's so many better. The guy you with have... the long hair made it for me. I forget his name. That this guy was, was great. Best. So, was but like, and th- to me, this is what Unsolved Mysteries is all about. Yeah. This is what the show's about. This is uh, this was reminded me a lot more of the past episodes or the previous iteration of it. This was fantastic to me. Did I they get probed? Who knows? Who knows? First, I wanted, I wanted to hear more about what happened. And I know you did. That no one I mean, they, they saw each other in the probe. The mom with the it saw the light came down. The pages missing from the police book. Yeah, this was an great episode. First of all, we already now this happened in 1969. Here in nice. 2020, uh, it's been confirmed that UFOs exist. They do we exist. Know, we know UFOs exist. So if you say they don't exist, you're just lying to yourself right now. Now, do aliens exist? Short answer, yes. Do yes. they pull you up into their little uh, saucers and probe you? Again, short answer, yes. Now, <laughs> if these I told people- you, ready? Here's a sentence that makes sense in 2020 that if you told me in 1999, I would have not believed. In the year 2000, I w- if you time traveled back 20 years and you told somebody to their face in the year 2020, UFO, the United States government will confirm that UFOs exist, and the person responsible for that knowledge is the guitar player from Blink 182. <laughs> you would look at me like I was a fucking lunatic. He was all over it, though. But this is this is where we are now. Great band. Yeah, yeah. and the, and that's where we are now. I think the I think they were all very believable. All of the people that were involved there, what they I saw, where they were, what happened, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, my wife's friend from work there were she was chatting with her about it her quote she does not believe these people and her quote was they've seen too many x-files but, but the thing that she seen the x-files in 1969 not right. only that but the guy the, the Good kind point. of the guy with the the guy with the mullet mm-hmm. yeah he, he saw he saw the girl yes. on the th- and they weren't and together and they had never discussed it and they it both described the exact same thing 
They saw so, the exact same thing. I mean, they all in this one area all saw sightings all around the same time. Why wouldn't you believe them? I mean, that, they would all have got... Because you're being have... obtuse, girl, Rye. That's why <laughs> you wouldn't believe them. I don't believe them. I wanted more information to make it more of an episode. So and that's how I felt about the some of the other murders. Like I wanted more information about mm-hmm. like the family and things like that. This one I was like, yeah. I, mean, I don't you know. know. I guess if, if you're gonna come at me with aliens, you better have a little more proof than well, I saw this girl and we didn't know each other. Like that didn't, mm-hmm. didn't hear what they See, that just they wiped your brain so you're not supposed to remember it, and just a random couple people did. I, and there was the story about the number, and you do, and then you see you're like, oh, what are these lights? And you're like, oh shit, that's the same thing. We all saw it on the same night. What about the mother and grandmother switching seats? They put them in the wrong seats. Fucking explain that to me, girl, right? And she never drove. And they both blacked out. They both all the whole family blacked out, and then when they woke up, they switched seats. They all got roofied. They were that's a famous story. They did not get roofied. They did not go to a club. (laughs) They did not go to like a rave. That was not what happened. They were raving. They were raving with grandma. Grandma raves. Big tease. So as you remember, Richard, I did so, I did some time in Salisbury, Connecticut, which yes, is on the did. border of both New York and... That's a um, hot spot. It's yeah. a hot spot, but the next town over, the first town over the border uh, from Salisbury is Great Barrington. And one of the first dates I took this beautiful blonde lady on was in the town of Great Barrington. So you actually can see in this episode the main street, like where we went. How about that? Sub after that, now, it was let, on let a Sunday. Then, then let me I ask was not, by not, aliens. Yeah. And you not know how crass. I know. <laughs> not to be crass. Was there any probing? There was no probing. No, no probing. Well, and I'm, she, old, I'm old fashioned. She said she was old fashioned. <laughs> and then we I actually, offered to probe, but we, she said no. We broke the law. The very next day, we broke the law because at the time there was Connecticut blue laws. So we had to drive to New York to get beer on a Sunday and bring it back across state lines. Oh, my God. But you're, you're not a bootlegger. Alien. So, mm-hmm. so now you're so a bootlegged. We bootlegged. Maybe, we but maybe we were abducted and we just, maybe we we just don't know because that's, I think, what they do they, is that they, they use the zapper. Yep. Yep. Well, have you guys thought about this? That literally every day of your life, you could get men in black mind wiped. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? No, I do. I, I told Ryan, I, I probably have been probed by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and by aliens, I mean our neighbor. <laughs> Episode six is entitled. <laughs> Missing and, and by neighbors, it's just me going. Shh, shh, go back to sleep. Shh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Shh. You're, having, you're having your dream again. Mm-hmm. Episode six. I'm just, I'm just an alien. Ooh, great Barrington. <laughs> this isn't funny. Episode six is entitled "Missing Witness." This one's fucked. Oh, and by the Episode way, two of the. Middle of this country scares the shit out of me. Yes, it does. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, another reason why I liked the um, UFO episode is, and I, I know it was traumatizing to those people involved, but it's a little bit of a lighter fare rather than yeah, 32-year-old guy dead, 38-year-old girl dead, whole family dead, 24-year-old kid dead. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, it's like you needed a little something. To break I it hope up. We get, I hope we get more of this. I hope there's another UFO one and they ex- describe the same exact thing. I bet they could even or be like a, a ghost. Oh, we need a big Oh, Bigfoot. Yes. yes. Cryptids. Yes. We need Freshwater octopi. Let's do it. <laughs> the Oklahoma octopus. Yeah. The whole series. Am I not remembering correctly? Because I, I believe I watched a lot of Unsolved Mysteries shows as a child. Were they always 
was it this heavy on the true crime cold case? It was no. a mix, but I mean, no, there, there, so there were definitely pieces. weirdo ones. There was Bigfoot. There was weirdo ones yeah. for sure. When when goes probably. I think too, like my parents would probably let me start, and then if it got if it was like a Bigfoot one, they'd be like, okay, you can say. If it's like, yeah, I murders whole family, they're like, yeah, we're gonna change. You don't need to watch that one. Yep. Yeah, no, this so, one's. So- my yeah, family always let, let us watch. We've looked back and had family discussions on things that we've watched uh, as families. Like we watched Sons of the Lambs at someone's christening, I think, or on yeah, Easter once. Yeah. Katie's. Yeah. Yes. Katie's. Yes. Your wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we're fine. Everybody's fine. We're fine now. It's normal. This one's this one's fucked up. This one's like Davey was saying. Middle America is effed. Uh, Lena Chapin disappears after she claims to have knowledge of her missing stepfather's fate. Now, this is a story really of Lena Chapin's mother who yeah. is like probably like you call it like the like the black widow almost. Was it Stacy? Stacy is her name? I, I think, think it might be Stacy. I just call her the mother here in my notes and she basically Sandy. Sandy. Yes. Yeah. Sandy. And she would use her looks is what they said. <laughs> <laughs> Then they showed her, and you're like, wait a minute, what she did, what now? But her sex appeal, like she pulled off the brother swap. Disgusting. Married both of them. Was cheating on one with the other one. Yeah, cheated. Well, yeah, right. Cheated on the one. She was with the one, married to the one. Did the old switcheroo. Married him. Now it's almost very clear, and this is what uh, Davey was talking about at the beginning of the episode. Like you know something, but like how do you prove it? And so this woman very clearly at least based on all the evidence killed one of her husbands and had some of her kids help her dispose of the body and the evidence now and one of the kids made, yeah, yeah i was Sorry. gonna say one of the kids made like uh made a confession to uh the guy's brother who mm-hmm. at both at both at one point were both her stepfathers very confusing but she made a confession to him and it's taped but now like that doesn't count apparently yeah. So the question I had for you, Nicole, and this, mm-hmm. I've been dying to ask you this question. How is it possible for you to be found liable in a civil suit, but not convicted for a criminal case? Because the burden of proof is um, less in a civil case than it is in a criminal case. And you don't have the same evidentiary standards. So you, you more evidence can come in um, in a civil trial than it can in a criminal trial. Because like, that's OJ. what happened to OJ. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so, so now... You can, and that's and why some people death? sue. And that's why some people you'll wrongful see death. sue. They'll do a civil case. And you're like, well, why not a criminal trial? And like we... Sports radio, we dealt with this all the time because Antonio Brown was getting into trouble. And like the argument would be like, well, if you really want to get him, why wouldn't you go to a criminal court? And you're like, well, they feel like they have a better chance of winning the civil trial. Mm-hmm. Even if it you technically should be able to win both. But it's just a lot easier to prove in the civil. But I found it. Also, don't have a. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think you really have a. Like the person who's bringing the suit in the um, civil trial can pick judge. I think I think they're the ones that can pick the judge over jury. Where in a criminal trial, the defendant has that right. Okay. Um. And you and you, you know can present better evidence to to a judge sometimes you don't get the same level of jury nullification i could be wrong on that though so 
I love looking at the houses too that these people lived in, and they're like, "Oh, they won a civil suit for seven million dollars." Like, do you honestly believe <laughs> well, that you were going to see a dime? Yeah. Well, it's like you're not going to get right. see a dime of that. No, you don't you get know? any of it. Yeah, this one's just so messed up too. And it's like, so this woman had brainwashed. She was obviously very manipulative, both to these God, yeah. men and all of her kids. Most of her kids have kind of flipped on her and like are trying to get her in trouble, but not all of them. Like some of them are still on her side. It seems like, what, she have like six daughters or something. Six crazy? daughters. Six. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. she stole her grandson. Well, that's, that's, a, that was, that that's was such question. a killer. How, how can she be found guilty in a civil court? Right. Mm-hmm. And then the daughter is missing who was supposed to testify against her. And then how does the court say, yep, you should be the guardian of this missing woman's son. My guess is that she was made guardian before the civil case went forward, and that then somebody would probably have to come in and claim that she was unfit and use the civil trial against her. But if there was no evidence and she'd already been awarded... Um, well, because yeah, they, they said they, that when the girl went missing 24 she, hours later... She, she filed abandonment charges. Abandonment. Mm-hmm. So Which by the time they brought a move. civil suit... My guess is she'd already been the guardian for a long time. But then, when you lose a when you lose something like that, that doesn't make you unfit. No, it's not a criminal case. Well, who? who so it could. I like think it, it, of, it could. Of, but somebody would have to come in and challenge that guardianship. Mm. And maybe the sisters aren't. And maybe they're not doing it, or maybe they're just trying to get visitation. And even though she may have killed the mother, I don't. It's kind of tricky. Know. I mean, yeah. it's not a criminal. It's not a criminal conviction to use against her. So it's fuck. So have you guys seen the movie Dear Zachary? Have you seen that? I was brought that yes. up. It, re- it reminded yes. me of that. Mm-hmm. And no. I said that to Ride. Like I've heard oh, it. It's, it's the, it, do do not watch it's it. Super sad. Oh, you, you told. Oh my god. Oh my god. It will absolutely. It'll break you emotionally. All right. I won't watch I that. I sobbed and sobbed. Yeah. And sobbed. No, oh. I can't do it. So really, the mystery is now. I mean. Again, this is another one, kind of like episode two, where like you kind of know who did it, who is responsible for it. But one of the issues is like, where is her body? Because that that's the big issue, and that's what all the people are talking about on like Reddit and everything is like, if you're gonna try to get a case going here, because she's technically missing, right? Like she's yeah. like they don't, yeah. And so they've looked in a few places, but wasn't there like the weird story, like the house that burned down and then, like whatever else, and like there's clearly like they're covering something up and like, we have no idea what, where right. she is. I guess no clue. that was my issue with this episode. I was like, well, what's the mystery? Like, are we trying to figure out if someone can find the missing daughter? If she is alive? I don't know. She's you know, dead. It's, it's, right. It seems she's dead. To me that like they're both dead and that this woman did it. Right. right. Frustrating. It's super frustrating. Yeah. This one frustrated me. This one frustrated the shit out of me. What yeah. was out of the? What was the most interesting episode to you? Let's let's go around the horn here. Let's go with uh, we'll go Davy Girl Ride Nicole. The most interesting episode? Yeah, the most interesting. I, I thought it was the first one because I love the idea of like not the Illuminati, but like the the Freemasons and like this right. uh, like how this guy was like supposedly jumped from this roof, but couldn't have made. Like there was so many things about the case. That I found intriguing, that I like, like Nicole said, I wanted to know way more than what we got. That one probably has the most unanswered questions, right? Because this normal guy, this 
well, supposedly normal guy. Yeah. Who's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy go lucky dude who just all of a sudden one day and like they never talked about like who was the they never talked to the house guest. Right. No. Like they said there was the house guest who like heard him get on and the she phone. She was there. And, like, She's like, oh yeah, he like took there. off. Claudia. The phone left. Claudia, why not talk to her on the yeah, show? Right. Or maybe she True. said no. I don't I don't know. But you might be she might be the most interesting, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, one one had me hooked. I don't think any of them really lived up to one. Like I watched them all and I enjoyed them, but like you guys said, I I feel like I would take more. I think it was pretty strategic to put that as the first episode. It's clearly the best episode. For Netflix, for people who are going to binge it, that's the one. If any of the other ones were first, you might be a little bit like more hesitant to keep going. Yeah. Nicole? So I think the UFO one. Hey, you know what? Hey. (laughs) Like you said, it was was the most unsolved mystery of the episode. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. I liked, I liked, uh, I did like the UFO episode. The um, most likely to be solved, I think we're, we're all agreement in the No Ride Home, Alonzo or Brooks. or House of Terror, House of Terror, or No Terror. Ride Home. Okay, in a in a day with like facial recognition and like all that stuff, like he's you got someone's got to find nine years, right? That's I think, crazy. But, I mean, but no one's really like, been looking for him. Right? No now one's looking gone for him. to South America and gotten yeah. plastic yeah. surgery. All right. Uh, what was the worst episode to you? Uh, I fell asleep in the house of uh, the house of terror. I fell asleep on that one. I understand how? Because it was. I don't know. I either. think it was the was the, the French one? language. It was nice. The second and calm. one was the hair I mean, salon. I, I, the lady at the hair salon. Thirteen minutes. Oh, that was a good one. I like that one. I, like, I felt that so one. bad for the sun, but that was a good one. I would the say wor- the French I one. I had a harder time with. The which yeah. one? The, the French, French one. one. But the other to like the Alonzo yeah. Brooks one too was just like it wasn't any unsolved. It was just pretty straightforward. It was just like a shitty, shitty police work. Yeah, I think House of Terror. Time. House of Terror yeah. may have been the worst one, just because it was like it was a messed up story. But then you're like, basically the only mystery is like, where's this guy? Yeah, right. there's no. Whereas at least in the other up. ones, you're like, all right, well, what happened? What happened? I still think that there could be like a like a devil angle, but I got you. I got no, but like the thing, the thing that they're like, he was killed. They, each of the family members was shot in the head with a 22 long rifle. You know, with a silencer. You know, the guy had a 22 caliber rifle with a long rifle. Like, there's no yeah, mystery. Yeah. No, that's the, the mystery you know, is where did he go? That's right. the mystery. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. All right, so we're gonna get six more episodes Wait, later this quick, year. I don't know the date. Yes. The thing I didn't like was between the time that they like how long was it and maybe i just missed this with this episode but between when the family was killed and they really truly figured out that they were dead how long was that it was like months wasn't it no no no. it was like eight days but over that time he like he made it a point to stop at places go to an atm like wave at he, yeah. he waved at the king, like to make them think I'm not ru- like I'm not running. I'm going to go kill myself. But mm-hmm. it was this elaborate setup. That's when Ryan fell asleep. I'm like that was the most intriguing part. <laughs> I, no, I fell, yeah, yeah, I fell asleep when he was like clear looking that, at. Like, he was at an ATM or he was right. using his credit card in places, so they knew where he was. But they weren't and tracking him. This was all like no, they all figured that out after. after. Yeah, after mm-hmm. he had time they to get away. He had time to get away, and he had. Clearly, this was a well thought out and executed mm-hmm. murder, and he, in my mind, knew he was going to get away with it. Knew he was going to get away. If he was going to kill himself, why wouldn't he have just done it in the parking lot? Right, right. right. No, he he did. right. He was he was trying to escape. Like, right. They never found a gun. 
They never found that big gun. It's not a big gun. Twenty two is a very small gun. I don't know what guns it's like. <laughs> very small caliber bullet. It's right. the smallest gun. I think it is the smallest caliber. You guys have uh, anything anything else you wanted to uh, say, good, bad, or indifferent on Unsolved Mysteries? Uh, it's Any definitely worth it's definitely worth your time. Um, yeah. but the best part about this is like you've now we've given if you haven't watched it, I don't know why you'd be getting into spoilers at this point, but uh, yeah, save that. Say we've given you, you we've given you the the playbook on which ones to watch and which ones to skip. So yeah. There you um, go. we could skip pick of the pod unless you guys have anything you want to recommend. I do. I do have All something right, that we. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. So Ryan and I had watched this um, a couple times, but we started. It's on Hulu now. The, the first two seasons are on Hulu. It's a game show. If you guys haven't watched Holy Moly, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> so good. So it's a mini golf competition. Uh, Steph Curry is the executive producer. Rob Riggle and um, uh, who's the guy who does baseball? Um, Joe. Fuck. Jeff. No. All right. Joe, I forget his name. Uh, No, it has like an he has like an Italian name like that, but I forget. But they're the whole Joe Jackson. Rob Riggle is hysterical, and it's like basically like the show Wipeout, but with mini golf. They have have to play mini golf, and then go to go to the next part of the hole. They have to like you get crushed. You just get crushed. We watch it as a family. It's very nice. Yeah, it's nice. Watch Holy Moly. It's funny as hell. Nicole, you got anything? Um, I guess I would just say go out if you're interested in true crime and you don't know about the List family and the murders. If you're interested in that, find a true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm reading Educated by Tara Westover. That's fantastic. If um, anybody's looking for something to read, it's a memoir about a girl that grew up in a fundamentalist family who wasn't educated and how she gets herself out into college. Very interesting. Awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Um, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else you can get your podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Davey's on Twitch what, about three times a week now, right? Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, baby. And we do uh, stream team with Shine Time on, uh, on Wednesdays now. All right, so go to twitch.tv slash rvond and also mm-hmm. we are part of the hashtag dork shared gooniverse oh my Check god out the facebook page and davy's on every goddamn episode of every podcast now hang on hang on we did the video game minute i didn't do my intro please go and check out the great people of wild bill soda the video game minute is always brought to you by wild bill soda wildbillsoda.com they're rebranding now richard i can't tell you what they're making scandals and animals some- well, we just had we just had uh, lemonades and iced teas drop, and there's more things coming, and I, I cannot like an wait. Palmer, I cannot much. wait. I'm getting those this week, so we'll do some drink recipes with those as well. Oh boy! All right, that'll do it for us. Oh, Ryan, uh, what do they say about wombats? You talking to me? You talking to the other Ryan? <laughs> God damn it! Square buttholes, baby. Yeah, they poop squares. <laughs> <laughs>